When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't imagine that this love is through Feeling the pain, girl, when you lose Oh, it's too hot Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again Welcome to another edition of the Record Report I don't know why I was feeling this beat right now Listen, it's draft time It's not far from here we're gonna have some fun mm. we're gonna have some fun i don't know if you guys are, are just freaking sitting under a rock but i'm excited as heck when it comes to this draft coming through man we got big things coming if you guys have been sleeping under the rock the bills are drafting at 25 and we have no idea where they're going i know where i'd love them to go but i don't know if we're gonna see that i think i'm gonna be heartbroken i'm gonna i think i'm gonna be sitting here going Man, we took that dude when we could have took that dude. It's just always the way it plays out. I don't know why. I don't know how. We always end up getting somewhat disappointed. Very rare. Very rare does a draft fall the way that you thought it was going to fall. Unless it's something that is blatantly obvious. Blatantly obvious. Right? Am I wrong or am I right? I mean... We knew we were going to try to grab Ed Oliver because we wanted interior linemen. We needed something. We we knew, you know what I'm saying? Kyle Williams, you know what I'm saying? Time was ticking. We needed to do something. So what do we do? We bring in Ed Oliver. We knew it was happening, right? We knew we needed a quarterback. We needed to hit on this quarterback. We've missed on multiple quarterbacks. We thought we had something and J.P. Lawson, when we traded up for J.P. Lawson, remember that? Ben Roethlisberger was on there. Uh, Eli Manning, I think, it was on that one. And then we came back with a 22nd pick and picked J.P. Lawson. What do we do? We force ourselves to be excited, right? Didn't J.P. go to Luda Tulane? Big arm from J.P. Lawson. It's going to kill it. I mean, we had some good moments with J.P. Not even going front. There were some good times with J.P. But at the end of the day, man, didn't pan out. So what do we have to do? Draft Josh Allen. And Josh Allen has hit. We weren't all the way thrilled about it. I know I wasn't, but we knew we had to pick that dude because we were in need. How often do we sit in a position where we're not in need? This, this draft is one of those moments where we're not in desperate need. We needed a linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds. We needed a corner, Trey. You mean Trey White? We needed a cornerback. You know what I'm saying? We needed to say so many things that we like. Like we needed a left tackle, Gordy Glenn. We had so many needs, so there were things that were just it. Like we knew it was coming. Now, this draft, boy oh boy, this one's a little different. Because we don't have any glaring, and I seriously mean this, we don't have any glaring needs. If for some reason, 
for some reason, and, and let's keep it funky here. If for some reason, the Bills did something just unheard of, right? Integrity in the toilet. We just, we did some poo-pooish. You know I mean, last year, we knew all the outcomes. The refs were telling us everything, and we, you mean, this, that, and the third. Whatever you think of that, that is so egregious to, to sportsmanship. And the NFL office said, you know, we're going to strip all your picks this year. Truth be told, I wouldn't be freaking out. I'd say, okay, let's run it back. Let's run it back. Would, could you? Could you? Would you say like, oh, man, we really needed this draft to really? No. That's how, how good of shape that we are in. That's good roster management from the GM. That's good player development on the defensive side from Coach McDermott and his staff. Fan. We're in a damn good position. We are in, it's Kool-Aid now, man. Everything is everything is cool going forward. So we can go in any direction. And that's why I feel that we're going to be, we're going to be sitting here. Everybody's got their guy. I got my guy. You guys already know my guy. And my man Rev and my man Z-Bot, last night's show was excellent. They did an, Z-Bot and, and Rev, they did an excellent job. Rev came in and he couldn't have said it better when, explaining why Brees Hall made sense. Man, I was sitting there with a tear down my cheek. I was like, because y'all already know how I feel about it. It just needed to come from somebody else to explain why this need, this, this move would be great. But ladies and gentlemen, the draft is upon us. The draft is upon us, and I'm looking forward to it. And, and we have, we, like, I mean, we can go in so many freaking directions, man. It we it's 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 just one of those situations that we're we're in the luxury. So what are we doing? So then I'm like, this draft got me thinking. What was your favorite? I mean, what was your favorite draft class? Right? Because there are, there are draft classes in the NFL, draft classes in the uh, in the NBA where you remember that draft class, right? Because that was that was that was like okay shoot we, there was a lot of players that came out that year holy crow like that's crazy look at all the talent that's that's there right so then I started thinking I'm like what draft class was your favorite by the Bills was it the 2012 draft class <laughs> was it the 2002 draft class was it the 2007 draft class where we well, here, here's the thing. I'm going to go. Was it the class, you know, class of 83? Was it the 83 draft class, right? Was it what? Uh, the Jim Kelly class? Or was it was that the year after? Was that the Thurman class? I can't, you know what I mean? I was born in 84, so I got to go back and try to f- figure it out. But I'm very curious. So what I did was I went back to look at all draft classes from the Bills. Our draft history. How do we do? What was the deal? And... Man, there were some awful draft classes when I look back at it. I was like, golly, what were we thinking when we drafted X player? And then you look at the second round, the third round, it just got worse. My goodness. So I wanted to give you guys draft class 2000s and up, right? I couldn't went way back. I could. I mean, to see, like, you know, what would it look like? But there's a lot of younger, younger cats I would not know anything about. You know, I'm seeing the 80 class or the 70 class. 
I mean, you you would have, you'd have to be a student of the game. You got to be a Ronald Wrigley. You got to be a Jeff King. You know, say the OGs in the game, the John Yotises, the the OGs in the game that know. You mean those class those classes from way back? So here we go. My page just got closed. I got to reopen it. That's annoying. Um, boy, do we have some doozies. <laughs> we had some doozies, man. When I go back to the NBA, I believe 96 was, was that draft class that was nasty. It was a nasty draft class. There were some players that came out of there. You're like, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. So as my, as my thing queues up here, which is queuing up right now, I'm, 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 what was your, in the draft, like, you tell me what your favorite draft class was. You know what I'm saying? Was it the 2018 draft class? The Josh Allen draft class? Was it 2011? Was it 08? Which one was yours? You guys let me know in the chat. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go back all the way to 2000s. And it's going to be, you know what? I'm not, I'm going to go past that just, just for fun. I'm going to start in 95. 95, 95 was, was a decent year for some, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us were just, you know what I mean? We're just, you're playing, you're playing marbles and fucking pogs and stuff. So you wouldn't know, you know what I mean? Or a lot of guys, a lot of us, you know what I mean? We're high school, just finishing university. You know, everybody's got their era, what they were doing in 95. So 95, check this draft class out. Ruben Brown, the great guard, Ruben Brown. First round pick. He was pick 14. Could you imagine picking a guard at 14? Right now, you'd, people would lose their, lose their ish on you right now. It's all about tackles. No guards. Don't even I mean, grab guards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And by the way, I mentioned Pogs. You damn right. And I was, I was, I had, my slammers were unique. I had the thick old metal slammers. I don't know if you guys ever had those Unique slammers. Yeah, the spike slammers. I hated those. This ruined the pogs. If somebody was came out and they had that spike skits, I'm not playing you. You're not gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna lose first of all. And you're gonna try to now nah, unless I go first. I had the light, thicker, thicker pod. The slammers that you can. <laughs> those, those, that's bringing me back. That's bringing me back in the day. I don't know if you guys. If you guys ever played pogs. I mean, that was that was my thing, man. We had the little pouch, little. Little the rock pouch on the, the fanny pack, all the stuff in there, the marbles. Ooh, back in the day. Anyway, I digress. Let me get back into it. So, 1995, we had Ruben Brown, Todd Collins, Merlin Kermer, Damon Cummington, Ken Irvin, Justin Amore. My goodness, I remember that name. Tony Klein, and then John Holosek, Shannon Clavell, Tom Nutton. And Derek Holmes, running back with 244th pick. Okay. 95 class, not bad. You got Ruben Brown out of it. You get, that's a great class for, for getting that, that guy right there. Let's go to 96. 96 wasn't bad year either, right? Yet Eric Molds, the great Eric Molds comes out out of Mississippi State. Then Gabe Northern. Remember linebacker Gabe Northern? I do. <laughs> Matt Stevens, the DB, the white DB. You, never, you, you don't see much white DBs these days. You know what I'm saying? We grabbed Matt Stevens in the third round. All right, Matt Stevens, go ahead, boy. 
Sean Moran, Raymond Jackson, Leon Neal, Dusty Ziegler, center. That's a name for you. Dan Brandenburg, Jay Remersma. Now, that is a name right there. Jay Remersma, we grabbed Jay Remersma with a 244th pick in the seventh round. We had three seventh-round picks. Jay Remersma was one of our better tight ends in Bill's history. Jay Remersma was pretty decent, man. I remember Jay Remersma. Like, we grew up, I mean, young, young, young Rico's watching Jay Remersma, right? I was like, all right, Jay, right? 97. I don't know how y'all feel about this one. Antoine Smith. <gasps> how dare you grab a running back in the first round? <laughs> first round. 23rd pick. Antoine Smith. Right? Keep in mind, Thurman Thomas was getting a little older. You know what I mean? So we had to, you know what I mean, make that transition. So here comes Antoine Smith in the first round. The 97 draft wasn't a bad one. Then we went with Mar Marcellus Wiley, defensive lineman Marcellus Wiley. I like that Marcellus Wiley. I was like, okay, that's my, that's my guy. And I love Marcellus Wiley today on TV. Marcellus is that dude. Jamie Nails. Remember Jamie Nails, the guard? Then we had Sean Woodson. Then we had Marcus Spriggs. And then Pat Fitzgerald. You know what? That Marcus Spriggs just reminded me of Marcus Springs. The Seattle corner. I love Marcus Springs, man. Oh, man. I, that was back in the day, man. That was the day I was, like, heavy into Madden. So I knew all those, all these players all over the place. That's how you learned who the players were, too, when you played a lot of Madden. So that was the 97 draft. Not a bad draft. Decent. I like Marcellus Wiley. 44 sacks career with the Bills. Let's go 98. Sam Coward, Robert Hicks, Jonathan Linton, Fred Coleman. I mean, that class, Sam Coward, all right. I remember Sam Coward. But that class, you kind of like, eh. You're not really, you're not really sitting here like, oh, what a class. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are some classes when you go back, you're like, God, Lee, what was that? So here we go. 1999. This is where things start to get interesting. I don't know if you guys like this 99 class. I didn't mind this 99 class. Right? We got Antoine Winfield. First round pick. 23rd pick, Antoine Winfield. Are we gonna go with a corner with the 25th pick this year? And Peep the trends as who we draft in the first round. Peep the trends, right? So Antoine. Then we go second round, we go Peerless Price. Peerless Price had a money, money time in Buffalo. Then he got his money, went to Atlanta, and then that was it. You know what I'm saying? He went down. I think he had one good year with Atlanta the first year he was there. And then he just downhill from there. He had like vision issues or whatnot. But Antoine Wheelfield, Peerless Price. Then we had Sean Bryson in the third. Running back, Keith Newman, Bobby Collins, Jay Foreman, Armin Hatcher, Sheldon Jackson, Bryce Fisher. Nothing crazy. But Peerless Price, Antoine Winfield, right away get on the field. See, you see what's happening? The first two rounds, man, I know people want to talk about, like, development. You want to grab guys on development. I mean, listen, that's where the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds come in. One, two, three, I need you guys to be able to contribute. Right off the bat. Third round, if you have to kind of compete and you don't make it, you're a backup, cool. But my first and second round pick, I need you to contribute ASAP. That's why I said watch for the smoke screen. Oh, we just want to hear, be here to develop, guys, and I'm okay with you know looking for the future. There may be people think, okay, they're not going to grab a running back. They're looking for the future. They might grab a guard. We're safe. We're going to grab that running back. We don't have to move up. Bills are like, got him. Maybe. Could be. This is gamesmanship happening right now, folks.
Watch out for the smoke screen. That was that was the 99 draft. How'd you guys feel about the 99 draft? Antoine Winfield, Peelers Price, and it kind of tills down. And that's typically what happens, right? All right, now let's get into the 2000s. This is what I wanted to get into. And this is where you start to see, okay, this is where the Bills started to really, <laughs> we were no good going forward. And I wanted to see what we did to try to make our team better. So 2000 draft. We draft Eric Flowers. Golly. Eric Flowers. <laughs> 26 pick defensive end. Then we went to Tavares Tillman. Corey Moore, Avion Black, Sammy Morris running back. Golly, what an awful draft. Listen, the 2000 draft, terrible, terrible. Let's go, let's go to 2001. Maybe we start to get a little better. Maybe, oh, Ronald Wrigley, you are, you are a witty man. He, he wilted for sure. What an awful draft that was. The 2000 Bills draft, mm, nasty. Let's go 2001. 2001, Nate Clements. I love Nick Clemens. It would have been it would have been nice to keep him. And then the the, the beautiful thing about it is like, when you see a player leave the Bills and they don't do so great, you're like, okay, good. We made a good we 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 that was a good decision on letting them walk. By the way, shout out to my man John Formichella. What up, Johnny? What's happening, boy? So there's there's ample like 2001 draft. Nate Clemens. Here's where I love this draft. 2001 is where we're like, okay, we're, we're trying to make something happen here. This might be one of the better drafts, right? Nate Clements, round one. Aaron Schobel, round two. Travis Henry, round two, right? So your first three picks right there, legit. Aaron Schobel is nasty. 76 freaking, 78 career sacks with the Bills. Hello. Nate Clements, you already know what it is. 36 interception with the Bills. Let's go. You feel what I'm saying? Travis Henry, you already know about Travis Henry. He's a baby mama maker. I'll tell you, man. This boy's got a lot of baby mamas. I'll tell you that. Then you got Ron Edwards, defensive tackle. I remember him. Jonas Jennings has a couple, you know, we had a couple, couple moments with the Bills. And then Brandon Spoon, Marcus Sullivan, Tony Driver, Dan O'Leary, Jimmy Williams, Reggie Germany, Tyron Robertson. Bleh. But those are depth, those are depth guys. But we hit with the first three freaking picks. If we we need to hit with our first three picks, it's a must. And I trust Brandon Bean to do that. So, so far, the 2001 draft has been the best draft thus far. And then we follow up with the 2002 draft. Remember that? Mike Williams with the fourth pick. Bum. Absolute bum. Then we draft Josh Reed. Slot receiver. Not a lot of speed. You know what I'm saying? Catch it in the middle. You know what I'm saying? He won't won't run away from you. But he was one of those reliable guys that you you can count on a little bit in the middle, right? They went with defensive end Ryan Denny. Then we went with Coy Wire. Remember Coy Wire? Justin Benan, Kevin Thomas. Bleh, bleh. Like the rest of the rest of the Dominic Stevenson, Jared Ferguson. Like, dude, terrible. Nothing great. Let's go to 2003. Now, this is a draft. We went with Willis McGahee, and that was a controversial pick, right? Because Willis McGahee's, my man's knee got blown out. You guys saw that. I don't know if you guys have seen the footage. If you guys, some of you young folks are in here, may have not seen the footage. But my goodness, that boy's knee did this when he got hit. It was nasty to look at. But guess what? We drafted him anyway. And he had a decent career with the Bills. 
Then he went on to Baltimore, had a decent career with the Baltimore Ravens. Not bad. Don't draft a running back in the first round. He was pretty good for us. By the way, shout out to my man, Matt Hatter Productions, with that super chat. Appreciate you, my G. I truly am in on the process. Pick best available at any position, my man, other than quarterback, in rounds one, two, and three, and four. The rest are just special teams roster fillers. In my honest opinion, mount up. <laughs> I, hope I, I hope I read that super chat just right for you. He's right. At the end of the day, I think all Bills fans can, can agree with me with, we don't really care. I mean, we have our personal preferences as to who the Bills pick, but we don't give a damn. As long as you guys put a great product on the field, something that we can say we're proud of, something that we can actually go and, and give you money to go sit in the stands and watch this product, and you give us a Super Bowl with this product, you ain't going to get a complaint from n- no Bills fans. Bills fans will be content with that, 100%. And Ronald Ruggie, you are right. Clements was a Dolphin killer. I mean, we, we, the Dolphins, man, we've been, it's, it's been, a, it's a weird relationship we have with the Dolphins, man, because we, like, I, I feel like we've, we've owned the Dolphins. But when they had that Ricky Williams era, that Ricky Williams was a problem. If you guys go and go back and watch Ricky Williams with the Dolphins, that boy was a freaking problem. Yeah, I did not like that era when they had Ricky Williams. <laughs> he was hard. He was he was a problem for us, man. Golly, let's continue. Chris Kelsey, second round pick. Then we had Angelo Crowell, linebacker. Remember Angelo Crowell? Then we had Terrence McGee. We hit on four. Angelo Crowell was a good little backup. You know what I mean? He had some time on the field. Chris Kelsey was decent for us as well. He was okay. Nothing crazy. Um, 32 sacks with the career bills. I mean, good player. Andrew Carell was all right, too. Terrence McGee. I love Terrence McGee. He was one of my favorite Bills players. I liked him. I was a big fan. Northwestern, right? Then we had Sam Aiken. Then Ben Sobieski, Lavale Spey, and Mario Hagan. Remember Mario Hagan? Mario Hagan had some good time. He, he, and this is, this is the worst part. Our seventh round pick, not that there's anything wrong with it, our seventh round pick had got some playing time. This is how bad our 2000 teams were. Ugh, gross. But that 2003 draft was our, I think, our best one so far, right? When you look at it, I mean, that, that one with uh, Travis Henry and at the, against the 2001, that's a good one too, man. But I, I think I'd take Nate Clemens, Travis Henry, and Aaron Trouble. So, so far, our 2001 draft has been the best one, has been the best one thus far. And I was a big fan of Terrence McGee, big fan, number two, four. Terrence McGee loved him. So let's so 2003 draft is the second best draft thus far. Let's go to 2004. This is where we grabbed Lee Evans. We grabbed Lee Evans with the 13th pick. Lee Evans, I like Lee Evans. Lee Evans gave us a spark, right? Now it was Lee Evans, then it was Josh Reed. We had Josh Reed in the slot at that time as well. So we were like, okay, but who's going to throw us the freaking ball? Who's going to throw us the freaking ball? Guess what? Here comes J.P. Lossman. We go right back into the draft in the first round. We give up a whole bunch to get back into the first round to 22nd pick, and we grab J.P. Lossman. J.P. Lossman, 33 touchdowns, 34 interceptions. <sighs> Not great. Not great, Ken. <laughs> right? So we go Lee Evans, J.P. Lossman, Tim Anderson, Tim Ewis, Dylan McFarlane, 
Jonathan Smith. We just, like, I mean, we just hit on those first two. And really, if you think about it, we just hit on one. Lee Evans. And J.P. Lossman, I mean, J.P. Lossman had some moments, man. He had some moments. There were times where we saw J.P. just chuck that thing up, and Lee Evans, smooth as ever, runs right underneath that. Boom. There was always times where I'm like, oh, he overthrew him. Here comes Lee Evans. Mm. That connection had us, I mean, had me as a Bills fans excited. I was like, okay, we got our quarterback. Let's go, J.P. <laughs> but Lee Evans, though, could you imagine Lee Evans with Josh Allen right now? Just You just know he's gone. Man, I messed with Lee Evans, man. I liked him. I was a, I was a fan. But Lee Evans only get, he, he, it felt like he only had one route, and that was going deep. You hardly caught him on a slant. You hardly caught him on anything. It just felt like it was always a deep ball to Lee Evans. That's what it felt like sometimes, somewhat, right? I don't know if it felt like about that for you, but it's what it felt like for me. So we follow up that draft with going with Robert Parrish. Rob, you got me saying Robert Parrish. <laughs> there, there goes my basketball head. Roscoe Parrish, right? Out of the, out of the U. That he gave us a sparking punt returns and all that. I love that, right? Kevin Everett, tight end Kevin Everett. Duke Preston, Eric King, Justin Gessinger, and Lionel Gates. Wow. So we gave up the last year's first-round pick in the 2005. So we didn't have a first-round pick, so we had to go with Roscoe Parrish. So was Lee Evans worth it? Was, was J.P. Lawson worth it? Hell no, he wasn't. But that's what you got to do sometimes, right? Here comes the 06 draft class. Dante Whitner, John McCargo, Ashton Yabodu. Remember Yabudi? It's not, it's not, it's not Ashton, it's Yabudi, right? There goes Ashton Yabudi. Yeah, Cole Simpson. Here comes Kyle Williams in the fifth round pick. Brad Butler. Then we had Keith Ellison, Terrence Pennington, and Aaron Mers. So Dante Hitner. I used to think Dante Hitner was like, all right, man, yo, we got ourselves a real damn safety. Let's go. Right? He's going, he's going to knock the knock your block off. Dante Whitner, mm. turmoil, man. Like I, that's the only thing I can say about Dante Whitner. Dante Whitner came through, and I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with Dante Whitner. You know what I'm saying? Dante Whitner just he had his time, and then he was out. You know what I'm saying? But he gave us three sacks and eleven interceptions while he with his time with us. And then we had Ashton Yobodu. We thought Ashton Yobodu was going to do something. Nah. He didn't do anything. Cole Simpson, I thought he was going to do something with a name like that. Cole Simpson, bum. Kyle Williams, though, we found a gem in Kyle Williams in that fifth round. LSU. Let's go. 07 draft. Marshawn Lynch. This was an interesting one. The 07 draft was very interesting. Marshawn Lynch drafting the first round. He's drafted with the 12th pick. Then we, got, then we go with Paul Pozuzzi from Penn State. Paul Pozuzzi, I don't know, man. He... That was an interesting, interesting career we had. I thought we had, like, this boy's neck was like, like a block, right, on his shoulders. Trent Edwards, Dwayne, um, Dwayne Wright, John Wendling, I mean, Schumann, Derek Schumann, the tight end, you know, from Boise State, I remember that. And then we had CJ IU. Now, Marshawn Lynch, we already know about Marshawn Lynch. It's a shame because it would have been nice for him to stay with the Bills, but all that stuff that was happening with him, it is what it is. But going back, Trent Edwards. I was excited about Trent Edwards because I thought, okay, we got our guy from Stanford. He's got, I think, who was it? Somebody from the, the Walsh. I think it was Walsh. Walsh was like, this guy's the next guy. You better watch out for him. He's going to be amazing. 
And I and I drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, all right, this guy's the dude. And I thought he really was until he got his brain scrambled. By what? Aaron Wilson? Cardinal safety came in out of nowhere and scrambled Trent Edwards' brain. And Edwards was never the same after that. He had potential until that hit came in. It was over. He was now tentative Trent, right? Check down Trent. That's when he became check down Trent. He was shook. He, the minute he felt some kind of pressure, it was up, running back. My goodness, what a frustration. What a frustration, man. Trent Edwards, so much potential. But boy, did the Adrian Wilson, sorry, Adrian Wilson had other plans for him. I said Aaron Wilson. Adrian Wilson had other plans for that man. He absolutely ate Trent Edwards' lunch. When you get a free shot like that, that's a kill shot. That is a kill shot. And whoever let that man, <laughs> whoever didn't check, check over to, you know what I'm saying, and cover that safety coming in, boy, oh boy, shame on you. You just ended Trent Edwards' career because it was never the same after that. Poor guy. Let's go to the 08 draft class. Was this your favorite? Leotis McKelvin. I tried to, Leotis McKelvin, I didn't mind that. Coming out of Troy, I was like, okay, he's going to be pretty nice. I know that my man, uh, <laughs> my man Bryce had uh, Leotis McKelvin on his top five busts uh, of all time on of our, over the last 20 years. I disagree with that. I think, I thought McKelvin was a decent player. He just had some bad breaks. You know what I'm saying? Um, 15 interceptions with us. That's not bad, man. That's not bad at all. 15 interceptions. I, I will always remember that punt return that he bobbled. My gosh. I was, I was, I don't know how y'all felt. You guys remember the punt return. The fumbled punt return by Leolis McKelvin. My gosh. To this day, it bothers me when I think about it. And Leolis McKelvin, when they put a microphone in front of this man's mouth, I mean, I live in Canada, man, and Canada is very international. And I lived, I lived in Ottawa. That was the capital, and we had every nationality you can think of. And I'm pretty good at kind of dissecting, you know what I mean, what you're saying. Leotis McKelvin, though, I didn't understand a word that man was saying. I had to slow it down. I said, what did he say? <laughs> the, he was the mumble king. If he was a rapper, y'all, he'd be legit right now. He'd be selling albums like you wouldn't believe. But I, I, I don't know about calling him, you know, being a bust. He ain't no, he, he wasn't no bust. Sorry, Bryce. Nah, nah, kid. Nah, not happening. Right? So, Leotis McKelvin, James Hardy. Now, how many people have to sell themselves on James Hardy? The big boy out of Indiana. Okay, we need a big boy receiver. He's going to do it. He's going to be that guy. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame because, I mean, he, he ain't with us today, but uh, it's a shame. Damn. Then we go Chris Ellis, Reggie Corner. Remember Reggie Corner? <laughs> Reggie Corner. We got ourselves a corner right here, boy. Nope. Derek Fine, Alvin Bowen, the linebacker. I remember Alvin Bowen. Xavier Oman, Demetrius Bell. Remember Demetrius Bell? The estranged, the estranged son of Carl Malone, the mailman. That was that was interesting. Yeah, he's my dad, but we don't talk. Why? <laughs> You know you know how that is. And then Stevie Johnson, my favorite Bills player of all time. Stevie. You know what I'm saying? Yeevee. Love that pick because that those are one of those things where you're like, okay, 
we got this guy to Kentucky. He doesn't got the speed, but he's unorthodox. Let's see what he's got. And boy, did he put the work in and he became one of the best Bills receivers that we've had. And he's just, and for me personally, the Bills were such trash in the early 2000s and late 2000s. No one was paying attention to the Bills. No one, absolutely no one. Here comes Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson had pride in these Bills. Nobody was even looking our way. Nobody was even bragging about us. There was no way. Stevie Johnson comes in and says, you know what? F that, man. Yo, I'm a Buffalo Bill. That's all we do. You know what I mean? The mafia, the this, the that. Fam, he came through and put Buffalo on the map slightly, right? And then his play started to get better. You know what I mean? Three seasons of 1,000 yards back to back to back. We haven't had that in a long time. So, like, we started to get a little bit of notoriety. And then he started connecting with Fitzy. And that's when it started to get good, right? Then we're like, okay, we, maybe we got something in these bills with Fitzy, the Irish rifle. Right, you got that. You got me saying the Irish rifle. The bearded one, right? Fitzy then was clean. He was clean shaven back then. And then he started to get his act together. And then, boom, we said that connection between him and Stevie was nasty. Dang, man. The things, the, the times we had, man, the Jets were doing some big things then. You know what I'm saying? Daryl Reeves, you know what I'm saying, was on that squad later on. Stevie flooded that island a couple times. I don't care what anybody tells me. Stevie flooded that island a couple times. You can't. How do you cover something that doesn't give you, you know, your prototypical, you know what I mean? <laughs> Stevie wasn't like that, man. He crossed you up at the line and then run his route. <laughs> You're like, what just happened? I just got my hands broken and I didn't even get my backpedal yet. Stevie, Stevie gave him that AI crossover. Man was playing and one at the receiver position. Who does that? Right? And now you see how route running is today. Sometimes it's not the conventional route running is not the way it is. Now it's find your way to get open. If you have to set your guy up, it's chess. If you if you've played receiver, I know my man Pierre's played receiver back in the day. I know some of y'all have played receiver back in the day. It's chess, man. You setting your receiver up. You're setting him up all the time, right? You you know the script, the first 15 scripts, right? So you want to you want to get a feel for your defender. You know what I'm saying? You set them up, and then when you get that play, when you look at your quarterback, yo, that's what we're doing? All right, game time. Da, 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 da. Gone. You've seen it. These guys now today, their routes are pristine. You're like, wow, unbelievable, unbelievable. And Stevie Stevie kind of started that, 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 that trend of, yo, I'm not your traditional type of receiver, man. I'm, my job is to just get open. That's what I do. So that 08 draft class with that, Stevie Johnson in the seventh. I mean, Leotis McKelvin wasn't so bad. It wasn't a horrible draft, but it was okay, right? Here we go, 2009. Y'all remember that one, right? First pick. 11th pick. First round from Penn State. Career sacks with the Bills, six. Aaron Mabin. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, he was 180 pounds. Six freaking six, 180 pounds. And we thought that he's just going to get around the corner and he's going to real do it. Dude, he was an epic bust. And then here comes, here goes to the Jets thinking that, I think he just he had as much sacks with the Jets as possible, but he was just simply there to pass, rush pass, pass to rush, pass to rush, rush to pass. That was it. Third down, Aaron Mabin get in there. We tried to make him something that he was not. Ugh, there goes, there. there's a chance you take on a guy like that. We took a chance, and we freaking failed. But we didn't fail in the second round because we got Eric Wood. Then we got Jairus Bird, right? Then we got Andy Levitri. Fam, that draft, 
If not, dude, we could, if we chose somebody else in that 09 draft class, I'm trying to, I want to see who was in that 09 draft class. Who, who was after in that 09 draft class? Because you choose a guy like Eric, like, ugh, what a shame. What a shame. Matthew Stafford was the number one pick that year. I mean, nobody's, nobody's ups, more upset than Seattle with Aaron Curry. What an epic bust. Air Curry. Then Mark Sanchez drafted, right? So then here come here come the uh here come the Bills with the 11th pick. So here here's who here is who was after. We had Brian Arakpo that we could have grabbed. Brian Cushing. Remember Brian Cushing? So we had uh Alex Mack, center, Percy Harvin was picked in the 22nd pick. Could you imagine Percy Harvin with Stevie Johnson? Come on, people, right? Vontae Davis, <laughs> we got him a little too late in his career. Clay Matthews, then we grabbed Eric Wood later on. Man, Kenny Britt was there. Yo, Aaron Mabin, dude. Aaron Mabin? <laughs> he surely duped us, though. Aaron Mabin got us, man. He he duped us real good. We could have had Brian Arakpo. Ooh, these draft like listen, it, it's it's when they makes when you go back and look at these draft classes, man, it does make you wonder, like, man, it's it's super tough to draft consistently and to try to get and try to get good players, man. It's such a crapshoot. It is such a crapshoot. We took a chance on Aaron Maven, and boy, did we fail. Here comes the 2010 draft. Mind you, we drafted Marshawn Lynch in 07, right? And here comes the water bug, right? C.J. Spiller. You guys already know how I feel about C.J. Spiller. I think he's one of the, he had one good year with us, and that was it. I hated his play style. He never wanted to go inside. He always wanted to go outside. Anytime there was a hole, uh, I'm going to go outside. Oh, there's a big lane right here. Uh, I'm going to go outside. If, listen, that year when he had that monster year, I think it was 2012, we had a monster year. You couldn't stop that, man. But you had Fred Jackson on the squad, too. So it was, man, we had C.J. Spiller, Fred Jackson, and Marshawn Lynch on the same squad. Unreal, right? Unreal. And we, we, had, to, we had to make moves and let go of my man. But C.J. Spiller, one of, those, one of those running backs where, yes, he had the speed, but speed, so I tell you, man, speed ain't everything. You got to be able to do it all. Do it all, right? Like number 28 out of Iowa, outside, inside, shake you, catch the ball out of backfield, pass block, just say, just say. So we go C.J. Spiller, first round, ninth pick. Then we go Terrell Troop. This is where things kind of go. Alex Carrington, not great. Marcus Easley, always liked Marcus Easley. Always rooted for Marcus Easley. Poor guy had bad knees, man, but I liked him. He had the speed. He had the size that we needed, but just bad knees, and he was a special teams ace. I would have loved to see him more in the starting line, but he just couldn't stay healthy. It sucked, but I really was a big fan of Marcus Easley. Then we went Ed Wang, fifth, fifth round pick, awful. Then we, you didn't want to cross the moats. We went Arthur Moats. He had a good time with us, and then he had 16.5 sacks with us, nothing great. And then Levi Brown. Kyle Callaway, Danny Batten, we, we didn't really do much. So that draft, 
really is, is CJ Spiller. Everything else after that, pfft, ain't nothing. And, and Pierre's talking about put some respect on CJ's name. You know what? I'm sick and tired of Pierre. I am sick and tired of you. You know what I'm saying? Make, sometimes, sometimes it's okay to just speak it. Put some respect on CJ Spiller's name. Stop your nonsense. Stop your nonsense, man. One-year wonder, CJ Spiller. Hit the sideline, CJ Spiller. And here's the thing. He would have got paid, too, with Buffalo. But he thought, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to go to the Saints where you fizzled out. Now, I'm talking about CJ the, the player. CJ the player, not my fan. I'm not a fan. CJ the individual, very good individual. What a, a nice, wonderful man. But him on the field with Buffalo after that one year, nah, I'm good. No thanks. But Pierre, always with the love. Oh, Devin Singletary, that's my guy. Love Devin Singletary. RB1, Devin Singletary. Put some respect on my guy's name. Wait till we draft. Wait till we draft Hall. Pierre's going to be like, Hall, <laughs> let's go. What about, what about, no, no, I, I still love him, but we're, we're good. Well, you better stop, man. <laughs> Yo, Pierre, hilarious, bro. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. CJ Spiller, Terrell Troop, that 2010 draft class, man, snooze fest. Now, here's one that kind of got interesting to me. 2011, Marcel Darius. Marcel Darius. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me go back. He goes, you fail to understand the situation. He was drafted to perfect situation that Gailey was gone. Boy, please. I'm not buying it. If you're going to listen, you, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. And this is where everyone's got a legitimate, a legitimate gripe to draft running backs, right? You draft a running back with the first 15 picks, you better be a freaking baller. You better be a baller, right? And I need to, I need to have at least four to five years of good service out of you. And if I can't use you anymore after four or five years, when you're trying to get your second deal, I'm okay with letting you walk because I got the best out of you your first four years. And maybe if your health has stayed intact and we, we have a role for you or whatever the case is, maybe you'll get to your second contract. Very rare that these running backs get their second contract. But if you do, okay. But to tell me, oh, put some respect on CJ Spiller's name, for what? For what? Tell me for what? Nah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So drafting a, a, for drafting a running back with that first 10 picks, first 15 picks, you better, you better do it. CJ Spiller did not. He had one year. One year. And if you are a nice back, it doesn't matter what head coach that comes in, you got the abilities to kind of fit with everything. You want to be, you want to run power? I can run power for you because I can do it all. Oh, you want speed? I got you 439 speed. I got you. Oh, you want me to catch up the back for you? You want to split me out wide? Sure. I got you because I can do it. I can do it all. Those are the type of running backs you want to grab. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you deem it the right move, you want to grab early for your team if it works. So when the name Bryce Brees Hall comes up with the 25th pick, not the fifth pick, the 25th pick, oh no, we can't do that. You don't want to do, you don't want to invest that. You want to invest for the future? You grab yourself your running back that protects your, your damn quarterback. You want to you want to invest for the future? You want to grab a running back that takes the stress off your quarterback doesn't have to do it all. Trust me. Josh Allen's got broad shoulders, man. Yo, he will tell you, bring it. Bring it on. That is a young mind. 
what I'm saying? Smart, he's very intelligent, but that's a young mind. Bring it, I can do it all. But you don't got to do it all. Let me help you. Let me help you with a first-round draft pick, a running back that can catch out of the backfield, pass protect, and protect your ass. You know what I'm saying? Run inside, run outside. And now, boxes are going to be heavy. Yo, that play action is going to be money. Play action? Uh, they think it's going to him? I got my man Stephon Diggs down deep. I got Gabe Davis down deep. Oh, shit, who's that? That's Isaiah McKenzie going deep. But no, 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 no. Let's 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 just chill and wait till the third and fourth round and fifth round because that's where they're all at. I give you guys I gave you guys the stats already. Go look at every draft class. Go fourth round and beyond, and how many solid solid backs come out that are like legit. Maybe less than ten. Go look. Go from two thousand. You want to go to ninety five? Go from nineteen ninety up to now. I'm gonna tell you. You wait. You want to grab your guy, you grab him early. But I know what Pierre's doing right now. Him and I, we've been, we've been boys for a long time. He knows, how to, he knows how to try to irk me up. But we're also in a draft that we can go anywhere. I mean, I'm already at peace with knowing that they probably won't grab Brees Hall. They're going to grab something, like, completely, like, different, Right? So, like, for me to get my all my, my emotions, like, who should go and grab? Because that's just the way it is, right? You think he's going to grab the guy, the guy sitting right there, 25th pick, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. What? We took a freaking safety? Okay. All right. I guess we know exactly what we're doing right now. We're making a decision on Jordan Boyer. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, it's, it's one of those situations where we, I'm not trying to get my hopes up for nothing. I've been there before. I've been there before. I'm going to post a video tomorrow of my man, Kevin. Did you see Kevin two years ago? They took, uh, who did they take? Roquan Smith or Roquan, whoever they took. Kevin lost his ever-loving mind. What? I'm, my head is pounding. <laughs> Yo, my man lost his shit. I'm going to post a video. I got I to gotta queue it up. I'm going to post that shit tomorrow. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, let's move on. 2011 draft. Marcel Darius, Aaron Williams, Kelvin Shepard returns into Jerry Hughes, Denora Searcy, Chris Hairston, Johnny White. I remember Johnny White. Chris White, Justin Rogers. That's Pierre's favorite player, Justin Rogers. And then Michael Jasper, the big boy, Michael Jasper. Marcel Darius, man. What a... What an unbelievable talent that dude was. 37 and a half sacks for us. I had a defensive tackle, man. Dude, man, if he had his just his mind right and he was ready to roll, man, he would have been so nice for us for the long haul. But here we are. Funny story about Marcel Darius. So my sister is, uh, she lives, I got to read the super chat before I keep going. Third best back on the roster, CJ Spiller behind Lynch and Jackson. Facts. Facts, facts, and more facts. If not for the silliness, you know what I'm saying, of, of Marshawn and, you know what I mean, the, the recklessness of Marshawn, shoot, man. He, and he was just coming into his, his own. He would have been a nice fit for us, man. Damn. But should have, would have, could have. Anyway, funny story for Marcel Darius. So my sister, my sister got married to a nice man, and they moved to uh, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So my man Willie. What up, Willie? And 
He goes, yo, I'm, you'll never guess who I'm seeing right now at the barbershop. I was like, who? He goes, your boy. I was like, my boy, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, yo, Marcel Darius. I was like, oh, say a word. He's like, you'll never guess what he drove here. I was like, what do you mean? Oh, he's probably like a Lamborghini. And he's got some big, you know what I'm saying, Mercedes, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the BM. He's like, no. You want to know what his car, his car, his vehicle of choice was? It was a freaking Brinks truck. He's like a blacked out Brinks truck. He drove that shit here. That's what he's driving. I was like, you lying. He's like, hell no, I'm not lying. Check this out. I mean, you kidding me? Yo, when you got a guy wearing a sailor hat, you feel me? He the captain of whatever he's doing. I it doesn't surprise me that he was sitting here driving a damn Brinks truck around Alabama. Maybe they do things different in Alabama. You know what I mean? Maybe they do things different in Birmingham. I found that hilarious. I said, "Fam, you lying, man." And he took a picture and everything. I was like, "Okay, believable," because <laughs> I see it with my damn eyes. <laughs> Your parents are like, "Yo, watch the draft." I watched we draft Isaiah Spiller just trigger recall. Hey, listen, that Spiller, if we draft Isaiah Spiller, I will be just as happy. We draft freaking Kenneth Walker, I'll be just as happy. My preference is Hall, but dude, those are the two top backs. Rashad White, I like a lot too. If we, for some reason, we don't take Bryce Hall and we wait and we actually grab, you know what I'm saying, Rashad White, I'm happy. Rashad White can ball. He can play. I like him a lot. You know what I'm saying? But my guy is Brees Hall. Y'all already know that. Now, <laughs> moving on. Marcel Darius, Aaron Williams. I should get Aaron Williams on the show, actually. We've, we've chopped it up before, so I'm going to hit him up and bring him on the show. And uh, maybe maybe he can uh, shed some light for us. Maybe on draft night. We'll bring him on draft night and be like, yo, talk to us. How did it feel when you were You know what I mean? We might hit him up. Second round pick. You know what I'm saying? Out of Texas. My man, Aaron Williams. Here we go. 2012, Stephon Gilmore gets drafted. 27 interceptions, one pick with the Bills out of South Carolina. Then we go with Cordy Glenn. Now, the 2012 draft class, all right. TJ Graham, wow. TJ Graham, let me tell you, man. TJ Graham, I've never never met a receiver that got into his own head as much as TJ Graham. The amount of drop, I swear he has more drop footballs than he has receptions. I'm obviously exaggerating. But that's what it felt like. It really felt that way. You threw a ball, he, he had speed for, for days. But when that ball come, came to him, fam, he was like, he was like a, a character from Little Giants. You <laughs> can't catch nothing, man. I was like, yo, I, TJ. Come on, fam. Give me something, man. Nothing. Blazing speed, like my man Ronald Wrigley said, man. Blazing speed, no skill. What an awful pick. Where did he come from? He came what? He came out of, where did TJ Graham come North Carolina? North Carolina State, man. Fam, let me tell you something. TJ Graham, 61 receptions with the Bills, 794 yards in touchdown. Come on. Come on, what a shame. I, I understand what they were trying to do. They wanted that speed. We didn't have it. Nigel Bradham in the fourth. I really liked Nigel Bradham. I was a fan of Nigel Bradham because Nigel Bradham, he when he hit you, you felt it. He wasn't a he wasn't bad in coverage, but boy, when he hit you, he he hit you with all the nastiness in the world. 
I was sad to see him go to the Eagles because he had a decent decent time uh, with the Eagles, at least the first couple of years, at least with the Eagles. I really wanted us to keep Nigel Bradham. I thought we were going to, but boy, did he bring did he bring the heat, man? So, see, and this is the time where we were in the brink of like, okay, we got to stop letting our guys go, right? And this is why I hate when when Whaley catches heat because he was, he's seen the trend of the bills just let players go all the time. He's like, we got to start keeping our own. Right. So here comes Nigel Bradham. We had Nigel Bradham. We let him walk. We didn't want to pay nobody. Then we had Ron Briggs, Zebri Sanders. I remember Zebri Sanders, Tank Carter. I remember Tank Carter at TCU, Mark Asper, John Potter. Ron Brooks was all right. I didn't mind Ron Brooks. He didn't really do much. He was more of a special teams guy, but Ron Brooks is all right. But Nigel Bradham, I liked Nigel Bradham a lot. TJ Graham, bum. Cordy Glenn, Cordy Glenn got us Josh Allen. And Cordy Glenn worked himself to a second contract. That's when we started to keep our own. We started keeping our own guys. Stephon Gilmore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we didn't want, he wanted a lot of money. I can understand why we didn't pay him because that was a lot of money he was asking for. I get that part. 2012 draft class. Not bad. Here comes the 23 draft class. This is where this is where Pierre became famous because he he willed it. He said, folks, <laughs> those are the words he used. He said, folks, EJ Manuel's our guy. Shut up, Pierre. <laughs> Duck the tomato. <laughs> Whoa. I'm telling you guys, calm down, calm down. EJ Manuel's our guy. Hear me out. And he made a video. And I got it queued up right now. Watch this. I'm just kidding. I don't have the video queued up, but it would have been perfect. And that was a young looking Pierre. No beard, clean shaven. He's like, that's our guy. Our guy, EJ Manuel. He was, he was pounding the table. Is what they say. Pound the table for EJ Manuel. Well, 2012 draft pick, EJ Manuel. Then Robert Woods. I loved Robert Woods. Still love him to this day. And I hope he has really good success with the Titans. I think he's with the Titans now. I, th- I hope he has a lot of success with the Titans. Kiko Alonso out of Oregon. The legend of Kiko. I don't know what, what made him a legend in Buffalo, but they kept on calling this man the legend of Kiko. <laughs> Marcus Goodwin. Listen, Marquis Good. This draft wasn't a bad draft. If, if EJ, if... If EJ could have just put it together and coaching staff would have had respect for him and really give him all the resources to really help help him out. But EJ Manuel, Robert Woods, Kiko Alonso, Marquise Goodwin, right? Then we had Duke Williams, the DB, Jonathan Meeks, Dustin Hopkins, and then Chris Gregg. Chris Gregg was a, he had a decent little career with us. Chris Gregg, he he stayed around, man. He was he, he was working his way, man, out of Arkansas. Chris Gregg was was a trend. That was happening like that hybrid, you know what I'm saying, fullback, tight end type of guy that you can put him anywhere, right? That was Chris Gregg. But that draft class wasn't a bad draft class. EJ, Robert, Kiko Alonso, Marquise Goodwin. Man, what could have been, man? Marquise, that speed that man had, because we missed out on freaking TJ Graham. So at least we had Marquise Goodwin. And I was I was really glad for Marquise Goodwin when he left and went to the Niners. He had a decent little career over there, too. But that 2013 draft class wasn't bad. It just sucks that there wasn't very any, there weren't, there weren't any good 
quarterbacks in that draft. It was like it was EJ Manuel. Uh, there was uh, was it uh, who was it? I'm trying to think. Uh, it was my man. Uh, my man that's in Seattle right now. Freaking uh, what's his name? What's my man in Seattle? He was in the he was with the Jets. I don't know why it's it's eluding me. His name is eluding me. Please help me out because it's super bugging me right now. But that 2013 draft card didn't really have anything special. It really didn't. Geno Smith, thank you very much. They had my man Geno. Geno Smith. Yikes. And those are the two. We're like, okay, is it going to be Geno? Is it going to be... Is it going to be freaking EJ Manuel? Who's it going to be? This is the draft class. Yikes. Yikes is what I got to say. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon is, the, and this is what pisses me off right now. I'll tell you right now. What really pisses me off, I'm going to say it with my chance. What pisses me off right now is the fact that Mike Glennon got opportunities to get paid. 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 Blaine Gabbert is getting opportunities to get paid. And Colin Kaepernick can't even get in the league. And I know people are talking about, oh, but Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a good year since 2016 or whatever whatever y'all want to say, or hasn't played since 2016. But Blaine Gabbert's still in the fucking game? Pardon my language. Mike Glennon got a freaking huge contract with the Bears. The Bears are dumb, number one. Mike Glennon? Give me a break, man. Man, that 2013 draft was poo-poo. Awful. Not great. Now, keep this in mind. The next draft class, this is where Whaley was officially the man, right? The parting gift from Buddy Nix was drafting EJ Manuel. That was his parting gift because I'm leaving. I'm going to give you guys a franchise quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And here we go. Did you really give us a parting gift in EJ Manuel? buddy no you didn't right so a lot of people want to say well that was doug whaley's pick he picked dj manuel no bitch he didn't okay that was buddy nix buddy nix is like i'm gonna give you guys something before i leave here y'all go ej manuel all right let me mess with him right now here comes sammy Watkins. (laughs) we trade up to number four pick where this class was a solid receiver class we could have had odell Kelvin Benjamin was in that class. Then we had Sammy Watkins, but I will say this. Sammy Watkins was actually a freaking good receiver. I don't want to hear, like, I mean, we know what's happening right now. Injuries have got to got a, got a hold of him, but Sammy Watkins was a really good receiver. I could see why we traded up. Did we need to? Uh, Mike Evans was in that draft. We, fam, let me try to go see that draft class right now. Cause I, I need to see I need to see who who was in that draft class. If you really think about it, Sammy. I mean, people. Some people try to hate on Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins was a freaking great receiver, man. Out of Clemson, man. Like when I was like, I mean, we all watched the YouTube videos. He was dominant. He was dominant. So you could you could see why the Bills decided to go in and try to grab him. But man, that receive that receiving class was. A solid one. Was a solid one. It was a 2014 draft. Like, my thing is is slowing down right now, so I'm not trying to mess with it. But the 2014 draft class, let me just go through it. I'm going to just, I'm going to rock with it right now. 
But man, oh man, oh man. What a time. Because if you think about it, when Sammy came through, I don't care what anybody wants to tell me, y'all were excited. I know it wasn't too exciting that we had to get trade up for, but anytime there's a trade up, you're like, okay, like we're getting someone good. And I, I call cap on anybody that said they weren't excited when we traded up to get Sammy Watkins. Because at the time, it was, it was a good pick. It was. But it just didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out. But when you when in hindsight, you look at all the, the receivers that came out of that. And here's the thing. A lot of people are mad because we could have grabbed Khalil Mack. And that was the big one. That was the big one. A lot of folks were a little upset because when you look at who was picked in that draft. It, I could see why people get upset. I really could. Khalil Mack was available. And Khalil Mack is going to cause havoc with the Chargers. I know people want to talk about, oh, he's not the same guy. What are you talking about? He's still that dude. So when you look at that, it was Jadavian Clowney, right? Number one, Sammy Watkins traded up for Sammy Watkins. Then Khalil Mack right after, right after. Jake Matthews, Mike Evans went seven. Eric Ebron. I thought we were going after Eric Ebron, truth be told. I thought we were going to stick and say, okay, we're going to grab Eric Ebron. We need a tight end. That's the route we're going to go. And then we trade it up, right? Odell Beckham, 12. Man, I'm looking back at it. Brandon Cooks was in that draft class as well. <laughs> Holy, Odell was in. Yo, fam, I'm looking at this thing, man. I'm, I'm let, let's keep going, right? So we had Brandon Cooks. Kelvin Benjamin got taken in the 28th. I'm looking at all the other receivers. Let's see. Marcus Lee, Marquise Lee. You had Jordan Matthews was chosen in the 42nd. A lot of people were talking about um, uh, Matthews was a decent pick over there. Uh, Devontae Adams with the 53rd. Oh, man. There were some good receivers in there. Allen Robinson with the 61st pick. Jarvis Landry with the 63rd. <laughs> man. Man, oh, man. Moncrief. He was in the third round. John Brown, that same year, 91st pick. Hoo-wee. Ain't that something, man. So it goes to tell you, man, you think you got it, but you don't. You think you do, but you don't. Because it just shit happens, man. So here we go. Sammy Watkins, Cyrus Quanjo. What an awful, awful pick that was. Cyrus Quandro in the center. Like, listen, shame on Whaley for wasting a second round pick on Cyrus bum-ass Quandro. Then we took Preston Brown. Respectable career with the Bills. Ross Cockrell. I liked Ross Cockrell, man. Ross Cockrell was, was a, a, solid, a solid piece that we felt that wasn't good enough to make this roster. Shame on us, number one. And he goes to the freaking Steelers and had a damn good career with the Steelers. I think he's probably still in the league right now, maybe. Rondell Johnson, that linebacker, Rondell Johnson, and Central Henderson. Central Henderson dropped because of character issues. That's all I'm going to say. Central Henderson was all right, man. I was rooting for Central Henderson. He had, so he, had some, he had some good moments with the Bills, right? Now, we gave up a first-round pick. So here comes the 2015 pick. Then we go Ronald Darby in the second. 
Brandon Bean comes in and says, nah, we good. Out you go, Rand <laughs> out you go, Ronald Darby. Then we grab John Miller. Carlos Williams. What Carlos Williams, what could have been with Carlos Williams? What could have been with Carlos Williams? And then he got fat. If you guys watch uh <laughs> that was my poor rendition of Jim Rome when when he uses that fat button. I fucking laugh. I die when he says that fat. Uh, yeah, Carlos Williams picked some weight up. Doug Williams was like, yo, fam, you got to lose some weight, kid. What are you doing? I need you. Didn't work out. And it just never, never, never panned out for him. Tony Stewart. Like Tony Stewart, man. He had a crazy story, man. Tony Stewart had uh, a fiance. And I think she passed. I mean, RIP. But uh, fiance and uh, she had some kind of rare form of cancer or whatnot. Sad story, man. Like, I was rooting for that dude. I don't know if you read the story about well, him and his fiance, man. It was it was pretty crazy. Uh, but shout out to Tony Stewart. Then we had Nick O'Leary. Y'all remember Nick O'Leary? Uh, I like Nick O'Leary. And then they were De Desmond Lewis, big boy Desmond, De Desmond Lewis out of Central Arkansas. That 2015 draft class, Ronald Darby was a good player. Didn't have the ball skills that we needed to have. Eight career interceptions. John Miller, man. Carlos Williams, what could have been? What could have been with Carlos Williams, man? It's a shame. It's a shame. But here we are. Now, we go to the 2016 draft class. We draft we draft Shaq Lawson, which is on the squad right now, back on it. We draft Reggie Ragland, Adolphus Washington, Cardell Jones, which I was Banging the table for Cardell Jones. It's like, finally, we got ourselves Black Ben. Ben Roethlisberger in black form. Let's go. Bum. Jonathan Williams. I thought I really had high hope for Jonathan Williams. I thought he's that dude. That guy's going to be our guy. We're going forward. Let's go, man. In the fifth round pick. That didn't pan out. So much for grabbing running backs in the fifth round pick. Right, guys? Hey, guys. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Kobe Listenby and Kevin Seymour. Kevin Seymour was a decent DB. Uh, Kobe, listen to me, man. That guy had speed for days, but just couldn't stay healthy. That sucks, man. What do you came out at? TCU? Was it yeah, TCU? Texas, is it Texas Christian? But, man, Kobe, listen to me, man. What could have been with Kobe, listen to me? Dude had speed. Just couldn't stay healthy. Just could not. And it's a, it's a shame, man. It's a really big shame. Sometimes, man, that's why you got to make the most of it with these careers, and try to get your draft class up as high as you can because you get more opportunities when you get drafted higher. They, they, they have time with you and do what they got to do. But it just didn't work out for Kobe Listen to me. That draft class, I mean, Reggie Ragland, I don't know if he's even still in the league right now. He went to Kansas City, and then that was it. Adolphus Washington, out of the league, very short career. Cardell Jones, out of the league, very short career. Jonathan Williams, short career. Um, I mean, no, he, he went to, the, I think, what, did he go to the Colts? He went somewhere where he had some decent time. But yeah, that's the 2016 draft. Now here comes the parting gift, if you will, of Doug Whaley, right? Slash McDermott, because McDermott was making the picks, right? That's my team. This is my team. I don't got a GM yet because I, I know in the back of my own, you're getting fired. But thank you for scouting these players, sir. I'll take over, right? And not only that, you get Trey White, you get Zay Jones, you get Deion Dawkins. 
Matt Milano, Dave Peterman, and Tanner Vallejo. That's not a bad draft class, man. That 2017 draft class, when you think about it, Zay Jones is still in the league. He's still doing his damn thing. Deion Dawkins got a second contract playing left tackle. Matt Milano, second contract with the Bills, keeping our own. Nathan Peterman, you know what I'm saying, was a camp star. I called it when he said he was going to beat out. He's going to beat out uh, Josh Allen. Everybody lost their shit. What the hell are you talking about, Rico? He's not going to beat on anybody. Freaking, he's going to uh, freaking boy from Alabama is going to get. Here comes Nate Peterman. <laughs> I will never let you have it down, man. Nate Peterman, right? Clearly, I'm joking, guys. But I still love Nate Peterman. That's my guy. But that draft, that 17 draft class, trade Tredavious White second contract. Zay Jones, second contract. He's, he's out doing his, he got his money. Dion, I don't know, where's Zay Jones now? I think, he's, he's, think he's still, I think he's still with the Raiders. I think they brought him back, right? But, man, I'm telling you, man, that's not, that's not a bad draft class. And here comes the 2018 draft class. We sitting here going with Josh Allen, Tremaine Edmonds, Harrison Phillips, Teron Johnson, Saran Neal, Wyatt Teller, Ray Ray McLeod. Fam, every one of these guys are still in the damn league right now. Right? Four years removed, they're still in the league. Because what, what's the average? Three years and you're out? Austin Prohl might be on some kind of roster somewhere. Practice squad. But Ray Ray McLeod, still in the game. Wyatt Teller, pro bowler. Saron Neal, second contract. Teron Johnson, second contract. Harrison Phillips, second contract. Tremaine Edmonds. We'll find out if he gets his second contract. Josh Allen, big time money, second contract. Bean did his damn thing. Here comes Bean once again. Ed Oliver, Cody Ford. Devin Singletary, solid back. Because I like Devin Singletary. I'm not going to sit here and, and hate on and seven, Devin Singletary. Not going to happen. I like Devin Singletary a lot. I think he, for the role he was given, for the amount of touches they gave his ass, he did what he could. There was a lot of games where man had 25, 26, 30 yards rushing, and it's not good enough for me. But opportunity was something. They were front office. They had something going on, man. They really wanted Zach Moss, the prototypical big type back bruiser back to be the number one back and have Devin Singletary as the complimentary, you know what I mean, shifty type of back. It didn't quite work out because Devin Singletary was like, no, nah, I'm not having that. And Zach Moss didn't take full, full, full advantage of it. I don't know what they're going to do with Zach Moss. I really don't. Zach Moss, he knows this this year is the year he has to do something. He knows that. He knows. Because if he doesn't, this league is an unforgiving league. And this league will drop you quick, fast. Quick, fast. So, Zach Moss, you know what you got to do. I mean, you got to handle your business, man. Because they could be bringing a running back in. And it could be a first-round pick running back. And that's when things get a little hairy. If they don't and they actually believe in this running backs in these running backs and they feel that this is the year because Aaron Cromer's in and we're going to do big things and they say we're going to forego running back and we're going to we love what we have I'll be pissed I will tell you that right now I'll be pissed but they what am I what are we going to do they got the vision they have the vision for this team so but Devin Singletary is a damn good back I don't want anybody to think that I mean I'm thinking like, I'm I'm hating on Devin Singletary but I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I asked a very good question. And I said, where in the NFL 
right now, because everybody, a, a lot of folks say that Devin Singletary is RB1. On the Bills, yes, he is RB1. Definitely RB1. But is he RB1 anywhere else in the league? So I, I asked a question on Twitter. Asked their family, folks, where in the NFL could Devin Singletary become the clear number one RB if healthy? If he's healthy and everyone's healthy, nobody's hurt, where is he going to start in the NFL? I was surprised to see that a lot of folks say he start here, he start here, he start here, he start here. And I was like, really? I found that very interesting because I went through the AFC North. I said, all right, let's go to, let's go to AFC North. Let's go Bengals. Is he going to start over Mixon? Nope. Is he going to start over J.K. Dobbins with the Ravens? Nope. Is he going to start over Chubb and Hunt? No. So, AFC North, not happening. Is he going to start over Najee Harris? No. So, there's the AFC North, not happening. We're out of here, right? But he's RB1, all right? And this is no slight on Devin Singletary. This is just me explaining that this is where we need to improve. This is where we need to get better at the running back spot. We have a guy that his measurables tell you everything you need to know about what he could potentially be in the NFL, right? And they compare him to those that are doing great things in the NFL. Just saying, shall I go on? I shall. Let's go to the, let's go to the AFC West. AFC West. Is he starting over Javante Williams? No. Is he starting over... Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. I doubt it. And like I said, the question was clear cut RB1. I doubt it. Is he starting over Josh Jacobs? No. Is he starting over Austin Eckler? No. So there's that. AFC West, gone. Right? But he's RB1, though, guys. He's RB1. Right? For those that are standing for Devin Singletary. And like I said, this ain't no hate on Devin Singletary. Speaking the facts, folks, right? Let's go to the AFC South. Tennessee Titans, no. Jacksonville Jaguars with Travis Etienne, probably not, right? Um, who else is in the South? The Colts, Jonathan Taylor, absolutely not, right? Who am, who am I missing in the South? Uh, 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 AFC South, AFC South, um, Houston. I think they have Marlon Mack. I think they signed Marlon Mack to a one-year deal. And I said, if everybody's healthy, maybe that's where he, he becomes RB1. Maybe RB1 in Houston over Marlon Mack, if Marlon Mack is the RB out there. Maybe. Shall I go on? Maybe I shall. Let's go AFC East, right? Raheem Mostert. Do you think he starts over Raheem Mostert if he goes to the Miami Dolphins? I'd have to ask Kevin that. Kevin would give me a better idea. I like Raheem Mostert a lot. I think he, he was RB1 in San Francisco until he, he got hurt. So I, I would see them at least splitting, but not clear-cut RB1 over there. I wouldn't take him over 
I think if they took Ramon Steve, Ramondre Stevenson or Harris and they put him on the Bills, maybe you could say they split, but he ain't starting clear cut over them. Carter in the Jets, he ain't starting over Carter. Carter is nice. He ain't starting over. He ain't starting over there. Right? Let's go to the NFC. NFC North. He ain't starting to Dallas. Tony Pollard, the backup. You already know how I feel about Tony Pollard. He ain't starting over Gibson. He ain't starting over Miles Sanders. And he ain't starting over, who else am I missing? I said Gibson. I said the Eagles. I said the, and the Giants. Saquon Barkley. Not happening. And this is no hate. I'm just giving you guys the facts. Like, they're not, that's not happening, right? Let's go NFC West. Sam Fran. He's starting in San Fran. Highly doubtful. Is he starting in Arizona? Edmonds, Connor, I think they brought back Connor. Clear-cut number RB1. Maybe he's splitting. Maybe he's not. Maybe they, he's, he's probably RB2. Seattle? No. What am I missing? Seattle, San Fran, Cardinals, the Rams. Akers? No. He's not doing that either. So I went to NFC East. I went to the West. NFC South, Camara, no. Leonard Fournette, no. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, who else in the NFC South, top of my head, uh, Atlanta, maybe Atlanta. Cordero Cord- uh, Patterson, he's, a, he's really a, re- a receiver, so I'm going to give him that. Maybe Atlanta, he's RB1, maybe. Guys, maybe two places. Maybe two places he actually becomes a starter. Is Edmonds Edmonds in Miami? No. <laughs> I told y'all, man. Yo, Miami's not playing, man. I forgot that Edmonds went to Miami. So Connor, I, I think Connor's the, the RB out there. So the, the, I bring this up not to poo-poo on Devin Singletary. It's just that for those that are, are mentioning that he's RB1. He's RB1. Well, compare him around the league. And then talk to me about RB1. You know who your clear-cut RB1s are. Let's go to the North. Do you think he starts in Green Bay over A.J. Dillon? No. And that's the backup running back, by the way. Not happening. Is he starting uh, over Swift in Detroit? Doubtful. Is he starting over Montgomery in Chicago? Highly doubtful. Like, what are we talking about here, folks? You feel what I'm saying? Like... I'm not, it's no hate. So this, I'm, I bring this up because we need to clear up, up an upgrade, right? So we can now compete and have those closeout games and compete and have that guy that can take it long speed, 80 yards, you know what I'm saying? And put things to bed early. Take the pressure off your quarterback. Didn't he play in Iowa? Brees Hall? Let me go back to Brees Hall. Brees Paul played in Iowa, right? Wasn't the argument that Buffalo needed a, a quarterback, when we drafted Josh Allen, a quarterback can, that can play in the elements, that can knows knows how to play in the wintertime, and he's built for it, and he's got the size, and he's got... They said all these things as to why bringing Josh Allen to Buffalo would work because he's got that strong arm, and he's going to cut through the wind and all that good stuff. Well, last time I checked, Iowa ain't California. Iowa ain't Dade County. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Iowa, Iowa ain't, you know what I'm saying, Hawaii. 
Iowa gets just as much snow as Buffalo, no? Maybe not as much. But they get snow out there. You need a big back that knows how to deal with the elements. And that would be a perfect fit with the Winter Soldier. But Brees Hall in the backfield? Devin Singletary can sit behind him? He's already accustomed to getting six to seven touches. You might as well continue with that, right? He'll make the most out of him. <laughs> Am I keeping it real? What? <laughs> he doesn't get enough touches. Well, you got, you know I mean, six to seven, maybe 10 touches. Oh, he can continue to get that. I'm just saying, folks. Am I making a case for running back? Heck yeah, I'm making a case for running back. <laughs> you damn right I'm making a case for running back. It makes sense, people. It makes sense. It just makes sense. Devin Singletary's in his last year of his contract. Is Devin Singletary, let me just say this. We don't draft a running back. Would you give Devin Singletary a second contract? Running backs are a dime a dozen. Just grab another one in the draft. We're not going to give him another contract? Get the heck out of here. You're going to pay him another one? You're going to pay him another one. Isn't it four years? Hey, we got the most out of the running back. Get him out of here. You know what? You know what? The I wouldn't call it the knock, but you know what was said about Devin Singletary coming out of college? He had a lot of touches. He had a lot of carries. So he was going to have some wear and tear on his body. I never believed in that type of stuff, but that's what they were saying. That's what they were saying. So now he's in his last year of his contract. Next year, you ready to, when he's coming to sit at the table and say, all right, guys, I want my new contract. I didn't think so. So you might as well grab your running back right now. And if he's the clear cut number one RB in the late first round, why wait into the second and third? Because you can get James Cook and you can get all these other guys. You can, but they will not give you what he gives you. They're good. Who was it? I think it was Bill Polian. Bill Polian said it. I was listening to a radio station. He says, hey, if you're willing to, when he was talking about the draft prospects, if you're willing to forego certain things and you're willing to, to accept, ah, it's not that big a deal, then you're, uh, you're willing to say it's not that big a deal for anything else. If you want the best freaking back out there, you grab him because he's the best on your board. Now, Namdi asked me a question. She says, Eureka, what happens if Hall isn't there at 25? Then you go corner because to me, that's the next best thing. You go corner. I mean, I wouldn't say the next best because they're both just as important as, as one or the other. Truth be told. If they went corner in the first round, I would be just as happy. Truth be told, I would be. If we freaking, if for some reason, Brees Hall falls to the second at 57, I am thrilled. I am absolutely thrilled. I just don't see that happening. I really don't. Kenneth Walker or Hall? I would, if I'm going to pick, I'd pick up, I'd take Hall first. But it's like, boom, boom. So if, if, and some, I've seen some mocks where Walker gets chosen before Hall. Funny enough. And some people do not find, some people do not find Hall uh, a top back. That's their, that's their opinion, but I just, I totally disagree. And here's the thing. I want you guys to realize something here. Real, it, it's just, this is why I feel like it makes sense. Hear me out when I say this, okay? Our old line, until we put Ryan Bates in at guard, we started to look like a very good offensive unit. We started to look a little more balanced. We ran the ball well, and we started to do good things, right? And a lot of people felt that we ran the ball extremely well because we ran the ball so poorly at the beginning of the year. So when we actually looked like a decent team that could run the ball, we looked like we thought we were amazing. But really, 
that's what we should have been able to do with such a high-powered offense, which has a, such a great quarterback. We should have been able to run extremely well all year round, but they didn't respect the run game. You know what I'm saying? They say, yo, everybody get back, man. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't really respect what's going on in the backfield. It's just what it is, right? Now, what do the Bills do this offseason? They go and get Roger Saffold. They didn't just get a guy that can come in and, you know what I mean? He, Roger Saffold is a mauler, a mauler of a guard. And Roger Saffold just came from the Titans. Titans have a very good running back in King Henry. Okay? Not only that, they bring him in. They sign, they sign Ryan Bates back. Then they go and get Quissenberry. Is that his last name? Is that Quissenberry? Quissenberry was on the Titans as well. He knows what's really good. He knows who, they know what he knows, where they were blocking for a power back in, in Henry that can take it the distance. This is a very copycat league, if you guys haven't noticed. They see this, they see what the old line looks like in Indianapolis, where they had a running back that ran for 1,800 yards. You don't think they're trying to do, they're trying to replicate the same thing and take some pressure off? Carson Wentz was a freaking quarterback of crying out loud. You imagine we get a, a, a line that will run block like crazy and you have Josh Allen in the backfield and you draft Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, whoever. You don't see the trend? We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I'm not getting my hopes up. I am not getting my hopes up because you got my hopes up where you, you start losing your shit. I don't want to be that guy. I don't. Now, I got into this whole running back talk <laughs> when I was really just trying to get into, the, into these draft picks. Right. So in the 2019 draft pick, you saw what we did Ed Oliver, Cody Ford, Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox. You know what I'm saying? He's about to get a second contract, if not like probably next year. Voshan Joseph. I really had good hopes for Voshan Joseph. I don't know where he at right now. Jaquan Johnson still on the team. Daryl Johnson, Panthers and Tommy Sweeney. He's on this. He's on this Bills team still. We'll see. Then we, then we drafted A.J. Epinesa, Zach Moss. We doubled up two years in a row. So get this. 2019 running back, 2020 running back. Okay, let's see how these guys pan out. We shouldn't, we shouldn't need a running back anytime soon. Then they start sniffing around other running backs years prior. Doesn't that tell you that potentially we might be getting a running back? Are they happy with what they got? Who knows, man? Just, I'm just putting it out there for you guys. A.J. Epinesa, Zach Moss, Gabriel Davis, Jake Fromm with the Giants, Tyler Bass is a kicking machine, Isaiah Hodges, who knows what goes on with Isaiah Hodges. Health has always been an issue with him. Not always, has been thus far. And then we got Dane Jackson. That's about to be the QB, CB number two. So I'm going to give you a trend, all right? Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, Spencer Brown, Tommy Doyle, Marquez Stevenson, Demar Hamlin, Rashard Wild Goose, sixth-round pick, taken. Jack Anderson, taken. Right? We drafted those guys, but they're not on the team anymore. So we took a cornerback in round six last year. We took a cornerback in round seven the year before that. We took a cornerback in round six in the 2019. Jaquan Johnson's a safety, though. Right? I'm looking at all the corners and where we took them. We took a cornerback in Saron Neal. He's really a safety. Teron Johnson's a corner. We took him in round four. Trey White was the last cornerback that we took in round one. 
with this regime. Will they go cornerback in round one? Highly doubtful. That's just my opinion. I think Brees Hall is the pick, people. Brees Hall is the pick. Or maybe Devontae Wyatt. I don't know. <laughs> you, never, you just never know, man. So, folks, smoke screens are everywhere. Smoke screens are all over the place. You just, you just, you don't know what to believe these days. So believe what you want. But I'm gonna tell you, it's a, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where you might get duped. Now, one thing that I will say that I need you guys to help me out with. Get this, we are having our draft show. It's happening, people. I need you guys to show up, show out. It's going to be myself. I'm hosting that bitch. We're going to have a lot of good times, man, featuring Pierre, my man Z-Bot, Rev. I got my man Don Trotman coming in. We got Finn Diesel, my man Kevin. And we are going to have some, some, listen, man, it's going to be a good time. You guys have been, you guys have been around to see what we've done in draft shows before. We saw Kevin have a meltdown. We have great laughs. We have anticipations with one another. There's going to be trade-ups. There's going to be trade-downs. There's going to be a whole lot of good stuff. And we are doing this for three days. Thursday. Come back on Friday. And you know what? If, you, if you're real nice, we'll do it again on, on Saturday afternoon. Folks, the draft is upon us. The draft is upon us, man. Are you guys excited? Because I'm excited as heck. And it's one of those moments where every year we do this, right? where we get ourselves all hyped up to find out if we're going to be happy or not. Are we going to be happy with this draft picks? Are we going to be happy with this draft class that comes through? Are we going to have to, are we going to have to, to sell ourselves on some of these guys? Absolutely. We will. They're probably going to draft guys. We have no idea who they are. It's just what it is. Tim McLaughlin. McLaughlin says, Brees Hall is the smoke. They don't ever let info get out. We thought we were drafting Etienne last year. I know. That's why I feel like like all this smoke, like, I think, who, who was it? Chris Sims was like, well, the rumors around the league is that the, the Bills are grabbing Breeze Hall. Immediately, I said, okay, we're not drafting him. We're not doing it. Now, the one thing that will make me very happy is if we do draft Breeze Hall. If he comes in the first and the second, great. Because that's, I mean, the problem is people wonder, like, why do you want to grab him the first? Just wait till the second. We picked 57th. When you're a good team, you pick late. <laughs> we pick late. We're not, we don't have a 30-second pick. So if we don't take him in the first, we're going to miss out on him in the second. I guarantee you somebody's going to grab him. So now you're, you're subject to second and third-tier running backs. And if you want to be the best, you've got to go first-tier all day. Brees Hall played in the Big 12. That isn't a conference known for playing defense. He's not great after the first hit. Get a receiver or a DB at 25. Where the hell did you see? And Mr. Silas, I got to call you out. Where did you see that he's not good after first hit? I hope you're not just reading a bunch of articles that are out there. Fam, put on the tape for yourself. Put on the tape for yourself and see for yourself, my brother, man. He's not good. Listen, there was a, there was a, there's a thread right now. We cover one that has all his breakdowns of what he does well. I suggest you go and see that for yourself. And if you don't believe that, then go watch the stuff. Don't just watch the highlights, people. Watch, type in Brees Hall versus and just watch all, all this, all, watch, watch his reps. I cannot stand when people say he goes down after the first hit. 
My goodness, man. And you know, it's all love, baby. You know that. But I got to call you out for that, man. I don't, I'm not buying it. Not buying it. Brees Hall gives me Nick Chubb vibes. Yo, if he gives me, if he gives you Nick Chubb, let's take it. And Nick Chubb is a baller, man. Straight baller. John Herring says, or James Cook or Rashad White. Rashad White is great. James Cook is more of a receiving back. I want a guy that can go inside, outside, do all that stuff. He, ain't, he definitely ain't his brother. He definitely ain't his brother, but he's got talent. Don't get me wrong. He's got some talent. Just, let me just put it this way. Before I get out of here. We, we are subject to whatever the Bills do. <laughs> we have no control. We got nothing. We don't know ish, right? It's a guessing game, right? But one thing's for sure is nobody's going to be happy with like, because their guy isn't going to be taken. But we are going to have no choice but to accept who they pick. And we're going to have to sell ourselves. We are going to have to sell ourselves. It's just one of those situations, right? So whatever they pick, we'll sell ourselves. We'll be happy with it. And we'll move on. And we'll find ways of how this team's going to fit. Is that's, what, that's, how, that's how it is, man. Okay, so if we grab a defensive tackle, right, and Devontae Wyatt, we understand, okay, they're, 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 they drafted for depth, okay? Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, maybe those guys, you know what I mean, they're on a one-year deal, two-year deals, and we want guys like that will stay for, for the long haul. So they drafted defensive tackle. Ed Oliver, they just picked up Ed Oliver's fifth-year fifth year deal, fifth-year deal, uh, fifth-year option. So he's going to be around. So maybe they draft a defensive tackle. So there's so many ways we can go. Like I said, there's routes that we can take. It's going to be fun. We'll see how it plays out. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, you know, you guys know how I do, man. We're going to do one last mock and I'm out of here. But it's going to be a, a four-round mock. That's it. Because I still got to do some homework. I got to send my mock my mock draft to, uh, to, to my man Bobby. And we're going to do it up. And that's it for me. And then we're going to be back at it again Thursday night. Are y'all excited? I hope you guys are. Because I am. We got to do this damn thing up. So here we are. Let's refresh this bit and get into it. So here we are, folks. There's been and there's a lot of there's a lot of chatter right now that the the Lions might not take Hutchinson. There's a whole bunch of things going on right now. So this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. So Traylon Burks is available. I've seen some 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 interesting mocks where Traylon Burke goes to the Bills. Andrew Booth goes to the Bills. I've seen, I mean, Devontae Wyatt to the Bills. I've seen Zion Johnson to the Bills as well. Zion Johnson's a good-ass player, man. Kair Elam. But if I'm going to stay true to it, you guys already know how I feel. I think Brees Hall is the pick. I'm going to stick to it. I say we grab Brees Hall in the first. So what is available in the second? Do we, are we, do we feel good enough with this, with free agent guys that are still out there? Like, for instance, that cornerback position. Joe Hayden is still out there. Von Miller has been vocal about, hey, man, I've been trying to recruit. I've been trying to recruit Joe Hayden. So a guy like Hayden comes in. Do you need to draft a corner right off the bat? No. So I'm going to assume that we don't grab corner in the second because we're probably going to draft, excuse me, bring in a, a, a veteran guy. 
So then where's our next best need? Where's our next best need? Let's go. Let's scroll up here. Do we add, do we go Travis Jones? Grab that UConn big boy defensive tackle, right? Do we go safety? Do we go Jalen Petre? Am I saying that right? Do we do, what do we know? What do we know about what's going on with the situation with our guy? Right? Let's talk about it. What are they, what are they doing with, with Jordan Poirier? Are we bringing Jordan Poirier back? Like, what are we doing with that man? Is this, is this the spot where we grab a safety and say, screw it? It makes you wonder, right? So I'm scrolling up here. Let me go. Let me just go to the cornerback spot. See what's available at corner. Just, just to see what's going on. Cause I truly believe that there's still, there's still some, 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 uh, some space for them to bring in a veteran corner. So right now it's Martin Emerson. I've been seeing this name a lot lately. Martin Emerson, Marcus Jones, Kobe Bryant, Alante Taylor, Cam, Cam Taylor Britt. I really like this Cam Taylor Britt guy. Um, Michael Wright, Jalen Armour Davis. So let, let me, like I said, if we go veteran corner, maybe we don't need to grab a corner right off the bat. But it just makes sense to grab a corner. Just at, least, at least we have some <clears throat> some guys there. But Travis Jones, could you imagine if he's available? If we're going, I mean, best player available. Oh, who's there at receiver? You got George Pickens at receiver. How do you how do you skip on George Pickens? Right, Sky Moore. Like, what do you guys feel? What's up, Don? I see you, Don Keith. How you doing? How you doing, girl? It's been a minute. You want to use pick 25 on the regular RB? I'll wait until round three or four. Boy, you stop, Silas, Silas Whittle. Stop that nonsense, three or four. Go look at the look, go look at past draft classes and see what available running backs after four. Stop that, please, sir. <laughs> so how you guys feel about that? Jen, Jenna Carlson says Emerson is good. She feels that like we should grab Emerson. Should we go should we grab Emerson? Silas says Emerson and Gubich are both suspect in man coverage. So you don't like that. So, so Silas, who you guys, who you like, Silas? Looking at the top 50 picks, tell me who you like. Namdi says Sky Moore or the best available corner. Well, it'd be Emerson. And don't forget, we're not a very big man-to-man team. We play a lot of zone. So if I'm adding, listen, man, George Pickens, I think he's underrated. And if I'm going to grab someone, it'd be a safety, a Baylor safety, Jalen, that comes down and hits like a ton of bricks. Or you grab George Pickens, and I'm going to go Pickens at this point. Because I'm keeping in mind the veteran corner that we're probably going to bring in. Because he's going to have to hold it down until Trey White gets back, and Dane Jackson is going to hold it down as well. And we have that disgusting pass rush that we're going to have with Greg Rousseau and the rest of these cats on the squad. Von Miller and everybody, right? To me, right now, we've gone receiver. We've gone running back. This is where I believe Troy Anderson, the linebacker, comes in. Now, before I grab him, let me see who else is available. You got two safeties in Brian, Brian Cook and Kirby Joseph. You got Brian Asomua, linebacker. That's still available over here. So Rashad, so he's gonna be third. He's gonna be a third rounder. Okay, it's interesting to know. Sam Williams. So who do you guys like so far? So 
for this third this third pick. I think linebacker might be the best the best fit because we don't know what's going on with our guy Tremaine Edmonds. So how y'all feel? I agree. We need some speed out the back on the backfield. I don't see anyone better than my guy Devin, but we we will see. We'll definitely see. Rashad White, Alec Pierce. You guys like Alec Pierce? Well, I just grab I just grab Pickens, right? <laughs> Ronald Wrigley says if Vaughn doesn't get porn suspension. Yeah, man. If I don't know if you guys are I've been listening and, and paying attention to this Vaughn Miller story, but Vaughn, my man Vaughn, uh, I mean, had a little breakup with his old girl and I guess some drama happened and I guess he sent a picture and says, yo, is this your girl? And I guess he sent a pic of this said young lady uh, potentially in the nude. Anyway, she's suing that she he sent pictures of. Of her to whoever, so he's dealing with that, so who knows how that's going to play out, but anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Ronald Wrigley, you're right, man. I don't know what he's dealing with that, but so Troy Anderson, we like Troy Anderson with his third round pick linebacker out of Montana state, or are we going to go with, with this missile over here in Brian Osamoa? Let me see what we got at the safety position, safety position right now. We got, uh, Vernon McKinley, Nick cross, Nick cross from out of Maryland is there. Tyson Anderson. So let me see what we got at the offensive tackle. Maybe we need to bring uh excuse me. I want a guard. Let's see what we got at guard. Interior old lineman. What's available at guard? Ed Ingram, Alec Lindstrom. So these are guys that we could we can grab at this point too, right? And I don't know too much about these guys. We got Jurgens that's a little later on, so we can grab. So for me, next best thing is Troy Anderson, man. I can't, I can't not grab Troy Anderson with with what's going on with uh Tremaine Emmons. We don't know what's going on. So boom, third round pick. So now what? We sit in here. We're going to skip through this. See who gets picked. Who's, who's available. Jelani Woods still available. Really? Tight end. Came Taylor Britt. See, this is value right here. Value right here with a fourth round pick. I am most definitely coming, grabbing Taylor Britt. And look at John Ridgeway still there too, but I'm grabbing Taylor Britt ASAP. Now, how do you guys feel about that? Do we grab a tight end or do we grab Britt? I'm just I'm just scrolling through the chat right now. See how you guys feel. Pickens or Sky Wallen. I, I already picked up Pickens, so Pickens is on our squad. I'm going to show you what the squad looks like in just a second. Yo, you want to grab Rashad White? We just grabbed the running back. Unless you're trying to get rid of both <laughs> Devin Singletary and, and Zach, Zach Moss, we can't grab that dude again. We can't grab another running back. <laughs> Yo, Nick Cross, you like Nick Cross? We grab the safety Nick Cross? Is he still there? Nick Cross, huh? Shoot, let's go. We need a safety, right? We don't know what's going on with, uh, with our guy. So, shoot, let's go safety. I don't mind that pick at all, actually. That's a great pick. The fourth round, that's great value right there. Great value. Don't forget Richard Forbes. I see that. Cam Britt is a bigger need, but don't forget, we still we still have a lot of veteran guys. And you know McDermott likes his veterans. He's not very keen on starting his rookie guys, right? The only the only rookie that I've ever seen him start off the bat was Trey White and Jermaine Edmonds. Those are the two, right? And we grabbed those guys pretty, I mean, on one with 27th pick and one was with what a 15th or 17th pick. So I can't see them starting a, a guy right off the bat. 
So veteran guy is what I see happening. So this is where I probably go and try to grab myself a corner. Question is, who's available at corner? So let's scroll on. Shoot, we got Zion McCollum? Boy, that's a, that's a no-brainer. No-brainer. You ain't got to talk to me twice. Zion, I'll take Zion McCollum right off the bat. Right off the bat. So now, let's see what we got here. So we're now in the big boy territory. So we got Cam Jurgens, Abram Thomas. We got Sincere McCormick, Cade. Fam, I, I kind of like this. Uh, we got Chase Lucas as another corner. Some of these African cats, man, I swear, I got to look them up because we don't know them by name, but, like, they're probably nice as heck. I mean, just for the sake of it, I knew that this guy would probably be available around this time. This is the, the perfect fit for us. So we grab, we grab interior O-lineman Cameron Jurgens. Good death piece at that. So now we're in the sixth pick. I said I wasn't going to go past this, but here we are. And this is probably where I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right here. Unless you guys see something you guys like. Um, we got a corner. So, I mean, look, this is what the, these are our picks so, thus far. And I would be, listen, if he came out, if Brandon Bean came out and said, ladies and gentlemen, this is our, these are our picks right now. You are not going to have an unhappy Bills fan, in my opinion. And that's because obviously Brees Hall, right? But Brees Hall in the first, George Pickens out of Georgia in the second, Troy Anderson linebacker. Potentially, if Tremaine Edmonds decided to leave, we got a Troy Anderson right in there with Matt Milano. Then we got our safety from Maryland and Nick Cross. And then we picked up a corner in the fifth pick in Zion McCullum. Boy, please, man. Let's go, man. I gotta, I gotta screenshot this later on. <laughs> this is this is this is what's up right here, folks. Real talk. So I'm gonna end it right there. I'm gonna end it right there, man. But I, I'll be certainly happy with that, with those picks right there. With those picks right there. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop that right now, folks. I'm gonna stop that right now. What up, Sam? Samuel Harris, what's going on, man? What's happening? So, folks, smash that like for your boy right before you get out of here, right before I get out of here. Um, I appreciate your time. I really do. Uh, folks, it's been fun, man. This this draft class was fun. I like going through all the draft classes and and seeing what we how horrible we were at one point. It was it was rough, it was tough sledding, man. Tough sledding. And then, I mean, the last draft is obviously Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham. We're still we're finding out what's going to happen with Boogie Basham. I have no idea how he fits and how we're, and how we're going to use him, um, honestly, because this thing is freaking loaded. This defensive line rotation is going to be bananas this year, right? Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, Spencer Brown's already holding it down. We got Tommy Doe that's probably going to be swinging left to right, right? Marquis Stevenson. We're going to see what's really good with Marquis Stevenson this year. We got to find out where, where he fits. Is he going to be our main return guy? Is he not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll find out soon enough. We will find out soon enough. Man, I got fired again. Terrence Blanton, you fired me again? <laughs> Yo, this is three times you fired me, man. Yo, you, I'm going to take your pick slips away from you, man. I thought that was a damn good draft. I think it's the best draft we've had since I've been doing it with Z-Bot and Rev. <laughs> Real talk. These guys influenced me terribly. I think this was a damn good draft. But anyway, um, Marquez Stevenson, Demar Hamlin. I'm looking forward to seeing what Demar Hamlin can do this year as well. Um, Rashard Wild Goose and Jack Anderson. I mean, those guys we drafted in, too, they got snapped off of our, our our practice squad. So that's the way that's the way it is, man. So we drafted two guys and they got taken. So we're doing something right, and I trust these guys will do a very good job this year. So I'm gonna leave it at that. So folks, 
that's my time. I appreciate y'all. Please do not forget, smash that like while you guys are in here. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. We are growing this thing. We're trying to get this. I want to try to grow this thing to 25,000 subscribers, um, hopefully by mid-year, end of the season, and then, and then grow this thing. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some grinding, but we're going to try to make it happen, man. So um, that being said, don't forget to join us. Please join us Thursday night, the BF Draft Show. You know what I mean, it's gonna be live on our YouTube channel. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I, I post it to um it's gonna be on Facebook as well, as well as Twitter. We're gonna be live on Twitter as well. So if you are a Twitter user and you like to just kind of scroll through Twitter, by all means go ahead and do that. Um and uh and we'll go from there. Um, so folks, man, before I get out of here, man, I want to give a big, big, big shout out to my guy Jeff King. I know my man is 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 doing some things and he's hang, he's handling his business right now, but uh uh, you know me. I'm always thinking about you, my man. So I just wanted to give a shout out to my man Jeff King, and uh, and uh, we'll go from there, man. We'll go from there, man. Much love to each and every one of y'all. I am hyped for this draft. I hope you guys are. Terrence Blanton, I know you hype. I'm hype. I'm having. I'm ready to go, man. I'm gonna be in, in pure form. I'm gonna get a good nap. You know what I'm saying? Get a good sleep, and then be energized and ready to go. And uh, I don't know how I'm gonna do my setup just yet. I mean, I gotta have the big, the big TV, or I'm gonna have it in this room here. I'm not even sure just yet, but it's gonna be fun. So. Tune in with us. It's going to be fun. Myself, Pierre, Zbot, Rev, Don, Kevin. We're going to have all of us on one screen, and uh, we'll go from there, man. And maybe we'll have a special guest. You just never know. We'll have a special guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me get my, let me get my funk music back on because I, I need, to, I need to, to, to let y'all get out of here with some, some, some nice funk, and, and that's it for us. So, folks, you guys have yourself a great evening. I gotta get out of here. Thank you for the sub, JJ. We're gonna see you on the draft day. Let me turn that up. You guys don't know about that. Let me scroll some up. We are gonna have a damn good time when it comes to draft time. So y'all get y'all get with me. If you guys have not gone to the BF fan shop, go ahead and cop your tees. I got which one I got on tonight. She loves the big sack. She does. Oh, and by the way, she loves that Buffalo D. Hey, yo. Go ahead and get your tees. Go ahead to the BF Fan Shop. If you guys have not downloaded the app, BF Network. It's easy. It's simple. It allows you to do all the things you need to do. Smash that like. Subscribe to the channel. If you guys have not joined, it's very simple. Go to go to supportbf.com. It's that simple. If you want to know where everything is, instead of clicking here, clicking there, clicking everywhere, supportbf.com. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.